Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughtful Talent Show. I'm Jen Werner. And I'm Chad Ahern. In this episode, we want to share with you our insight and about the Clifton Strengths theme, talent theme of Achiever. Chad, what does Gallup say about the talent theme, Achiever? So the official short definition from Gallup says people exceptionally talented in the Achiever theme work hard and possess a great deal of stamina. They take immense satisfaction in being busy and productive. <laughs> now, that sounds like a lot. Um, Jen, you have this theme far higher than I do. Uh, I believe it is your second highest theme. I have to have it as it still stays within my top 10, but it is number 10. So since you have a little bit more intense, I want to start us off by asking how does your achiever show up? And yeah, what does that look like? Yeah, that um, immense satisfaction in being busy. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> rings true. Um, I will say I am always busy. Uh, I'm a hard worker. Um, I'm happy to jump from thing to thing. Uh, I love projects I can start and finish on the same day. Um, I really can't stand when I don't have all of the information. So if I'm waiting on someone else, sometimes I even want to just like do the busy work to find out that information so I can keep working and, and not stop. Like I want to just work on it and get it done. So um, I like sometimes I'm happier to just do the work myself than to have others involved. So I think that does make me um, lead more to that, making me a, a, an individual contributor. Um, and uh, I'd say like for that being busy, it's being busy all the time or feeling like I'm busy all the time. So even like days off, I need to do something with those days. With those days. Um, we talked about it in the pre-show a little bit, like when I'm down, like not doing anything, it probably means I'm sick. So even, <laughs> even on my off days, even on weekends, I want to be doing something. I want to have a plan. Like, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? What should we fix? What should we work on? Um, Excuse yeah. me. Or, or regularly doing more than one thing at a time. Um, I don't know if that's like a, some, you know, activator mixed in there as well, but um, yeah, definitely love, love, love to be busy. Yeah. Well, we know from Gal's research that none of our talent themes work in silo right so i i mean i'm already hearing <laughs> activator because you want to get things started um even some of the things that we talked about last on our last episode about responsibility about making sure things are getting done um is huge jim one of one of the components that i have experienced um and heard from uh and i do it a little bit myself as i said i don't have it quite as intense but Something that always seems to come up with achievers is this idea of like the to-do list. Hmm. And I'm just kind of curious, like, do you keep a to-do list? Do you, how, how do you keep track of all the things you want to do or have done? Um, you know, going back to that sort of immense satisfaction of being busy. I know some other achievers love to, you know, get the, that, what is it? The dopamine hit of mm -hmm. being able to check things off. So I'm kind of curious. Are lists part of your life? How do you prioritize? Um, what gets done through your achiever? It's so good that you asked me that because no, lists are not part of my life at really? all. Um, and I'm wondering if I'm the only achiever. So that might be my uh, pitch when I put this out to, to the world uh, is because I don't know. Um, honestly, when, when it comes to things I want to do personally, I might have a list, but it's not like 
you know, a, an actual on paper list of things I want to do, or even like in my keep notes on my phone. Um, it's more of a, oh, hey, here's some like books that I might want to read someday. And I might make okay. a list for that. But if there's places I want to go, I'm like, pin these places in Google Maps, let's say. So I don't actually have a list of all of these things anywhere. Okay. But, you know, like something where I can actually check them off. And the same is true with work. Um, I tried it because people are telling me that, like, hey, lists are the way you get things done. It's how you get your priorities. <laughs> right. I'm like, mm, yeah, it doesn't really work for me. For me, my list consists of usually my email. So who wants things? And then it comes down to like, the, like how do I prioritize and how am I going to get these things done? It's like really three factors. <laughs> who I love the most. Oh, okay. Who's, who's lacking? Who is really needing something from me at this moment? and who's the loudest so like if they're going to be loud and yelly at me okay might bump them up a couple more <laughs> spots but if if i love you and you are someone that i just love working with and i know i can count on you you know you can count on me i'm going to be there for you every time so i think that's where my responsibility kicks in yeah. and really what helps me prioritize those things because without a list yeah you're right like i know that that's a thing but it's just not with me and for my achiever to be so high um, I was really surprised about the whole, like making a list thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't really do that. <laughs> Interesting. So part of the reason I asked the question is, you know, even though mine is not sort of as intense as yours, my, mine comes at number 10. Um, I do have a list, um, but it is probably, it probably looks very different and it probably comes from a slightly different place than yours. Um, right. but uh, that's part of the reason why I wanted to ask the question is that everybody I've coached around achiever typically has a list. Um, and then I know I do as a number 10. So I figured it was almost um, <laughs> guaranteed. And so right. when you and I start talking in the pre-show about you not having a list, I was really kind of surprised by that. So I wanted, to, wanted our audience to hear that. Um, yeah, the other the other thing about the list too, as I think I was explaining that, that yesterday is my activator is really overpowering sometimes. So I might have a list of things to do but seven more things could get added to that list. And if I don't add them to the list, I can't check them off. So I, I end up, I feel like I end up just being this like maker or like, um, you know, controller of the list. Like I need to add the things so I can check them off. Oh. And I don't know if maybe that has something to do with my discipline being low. Like that's just not the way I prioritize things. So okay. it's, it's just different for me, I think. Okay. Um one of the other pieces that we briefly talked about um, in our in our pre-plan, our pre-show, you had talked a little bit about sort of the appearance versus the reality of achiever. Yeah. I'm wondering if you could maybe highlight that and what you meant by that um, sure. for our audience. Yeah. So when they talk about um, achievers being people or uh, people with high achiever being those that work hard and possess a great deal of stamina that stamina can spread across all kinds of things. Definitely looks like work ethic, like a really great work ethic. Okay. Workers, you know, pull up their sleeves, dig right in. On the other hand, though, it could be about any kind of work. So um, you could look like you're, you know, heads down, really busy, barreling through a bunch of things, and you might be doing busy work, like sorting emails or, you know, doing some things that maybe aren't 
you get sidetracked almost to like, oh, hey, I want to work on this and want to, I don't want to deal because it's something, you know, you can do it. Like it's all that work that gets you that like dopamine hit, like you were saying. <laughs> yeah. So I do think it, it can get you, it can fill your achiever to be working like that and doing these like small little projects that, that can come up that you can get done. But on the other hand, they might not be as productive to the, like the big goal or, or Got what it. you're headed for. Okay. So, um, it can have the appearance of a great work ethic, but you need to be making sure you're doing the right things, right? Like we want to be productive overall. Um, and while sorting my emails does help me be productive and more um, uh, disciplined, I understand what the priorities are. It might not be the best use of my time in this uh, moment if I really should be focusing on something else. Okay. Anything else you want to add before I um, add my little two cents? <laughs> I, I think I'm I think I'm good for now. We can talk about the benefits okay. and, and how these negatively affect life in in work in the moment. <laughs> well, so before we get there, I I did want to add a couple of things. I know my yeah. achiever talents aren't quite as intense, um, but I I think that there are a couple of things that are worth noting for um, others that might have achiever, and uh, some things to think about. And one of those is whether achiever sort of pushes or pulls. And by that, I mean, for me, my achiever is actually pushed by my responsibility. And, you know, people can listen to our last episode about responsibility. Um, that really drives a lot of my action. At the same time, achiever likes the idea of um, getting things done, having that to-do list that is really kind of formulated from a responsibility side but then the achiever really likes to see those things done and know that you're making daily progress. I think that's one of the things, yeah. um, if you go to Gallup's resources and look at the much longer definition, there's a, there's a lot about um, every day starts at zero mm -hmm. and that you need to make some sort of progress. So whether it's you get two things done or 20 things done, it's that incremental, there's, there's some sort of almost like a score you know the, the, you, yeah. you're not still at zero when you put your head down on your on the bed um at the end of the day and so i think that that's something to keep in mind when you're either working with somebody with achiever or if you have it yourself where does that fall is it getting pushed by another one or is it kind of pulling along which kind of kind of what you've alluded to is your achiever mm -hmm. kind of pulls everything along the responsibility is hey i've got to get all these things done so my responsibility is going to help me do that or your achiever kind of brings along activator and your activator then helps make sure that achiever starts things um so i think that's a really interesting dynamic i think um you know one of the other differences in my achiever given its sort of lower intensity and one of the practices i've tried to work on is realizing that, you know, you mentioned about taking a day off or taking rest, that for some achievers actually starting to think about rest as an action to fulfill mm -hmm. can actually bring energy while still giving you your rest periods. And um, that's just something I want to throw in the mix as people think about their own achiever about um, how that comes across or how you can actually use achiever to get rest. Uh, or to take advantage of a day off. 
Um, That's such a great point because I know for me as with the achiever so high, when I don't get things accomplished during the day, I do feel like a failure. Like this, this, I wasted this day. Like yeah. I, I rested, I sat around, I loafed, I enjoyed the sunshine. I didn't do anything today. And I, at the end of the day, I can feel like, oh, I didn't do anything. And I'll regularly say that to my husband, you didn't do anything today. And he's like, it's okay. You needed a day off. You needed the day of rest. So it's, it's good that he reminds me of that because then it doesn't feel so bad. You're like, you're right. I did. I did. I did need a day off. I did need a day of rest, but my achiever really craves that, that feeling of getting things done. Yeah. And I think tied with that, just going back to sort of the scorekeeping, not scorekeeping is probably not, not the right term, but that, that idea of, did I get at least one thing done or did I get at least Mm -hmm. 10 things done? I think it's also um, moderating what, sort of score you need or the number of activities that you need to have fulfilled in a day to make sure that your achiever is fulfilled but not um leaving you uh frustrated so is it just two things if you got two things done on a day of rest is that enough or is it that you have to go full tilt and have 20 things done so that you avoid the, the feeling that you're ta- just talking about, about, well, even if I get these 20 things done, I'm still frustrated because I didn't get 30 things done. <laughs> so it's, I think that's another uh, sort of a mindful, it's not mindfulness, but it's being mindful of that uh, capacity or that mm-hmm. uh, component around achiever that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. So now that we've kind of covered a couple of the ways that achiever has shown up for each of us and some maybe implications for others. Let's talk a little bit about sort of the, the positives and negatives of like how how has Achiever helped you in your life and how has Achiever kind of maybe shown its darker side in your life? <laughs> um, sure. Maybe the negative side of having Achiever um, talent so high. Yeah, sure. Um, I think definitely the benefit for me is it keeps me moving. Um, nothing in my life really gets stale. Um, that hard worker lungs, the stamina one, I definitely believe that that's a benefit too. So I can regularly work for long hours, right through meals, Mm. through breaks, um, and actually get more energy by doing the work than I would if I stopped and took a break and then continued on. Um, It also though has a like, you know, to a a double-edged sword there because (laughs) you can't just work yourself to death and not stop for a meal or or a break or to get out of the sun because you end up you know starving um passed out and sunburned you know so (laughs) like you you have to do it you know take everything in stride and and i think like you said like actually scheduling the rest time um Mm. making time for rest making time make making that one of your like to-do items if you have if you do lists and that's what you do (laughs) um scheduling that stuff in is absolutely helpful because then it does you do need that space and time um the other way i'd say it's definitely been a benefit for me is i really like helping people and i like having the answers or finding the answers the busy work Mm. to me of finding an answer for something is really rewarding interesting filling my receipt my my responsibility because i know that someone's leaning on me and i was able to help them but doing the work to get there is just as rewarding so um i I thought that was something that was a a benefit to having achiever um is is that like the doing things actually getting getting something out of that nice um 
you started to talk about some of the darker sides before I get yeah. to my positives. I'm kind of curious if yeah. you want to flesh out any additional sure. um, sort of that darker side of the sword, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the two-edged sword, um, right. <laughs> you know, what are, what are some of the downsides of, you know, touched- not taking care of your achiever? Yeah. So we touched on that, um, that like, uh, my priorities thing, um, having so much to do or doing so much, the achiever being busy, having so many things on my plate. So for me, negatively, this impacts me when I can't say no to things and I just keep taking it on. Um, we talked a little bit about the, the pre-show um, in the pre-show yesterday about um, the, the pop-up in the corner of your email that pops oh, up that, yes. you that you got another email. So like, it could be a mixture of some other strengths going on here too, that I'm not able yeah. to ignore that, or just possibly I, it's hard for me to, to just circle and like dive into something, but, but it is, um, it's something that feeds me. Like if I know I can do that and get it done, I'm like, oh, I can just work on that right now but that tends to take up all of my time. So if I'm not careful, I can push myself to the point where now I'm like trying to achieve too much in the small amount of time I have. And then that can put me in a really frustrated place where I just stop working. Cause now I've lost okay. my priority. I don't know what should be next. I have too many things that are, are begging for the attention. And without that, like really understanding of, of my own list and what's fully on it, um, that does per, for me personally, I can get into a place where I just almost stop and have to literally stop then and find like, what is everything I'm supposed to be doing? Because I feel like I'm going to miss something. And that, that feeling like a failure, even having to like give something up to someone else. So again, that responsibility <laughs> coming through, um, or just not getting it all done. If I get to the end of my, you know, go back to my email, look at those lists of things that uh, that I wanted to get accomplished. And I'm like, oh, I didn't get that done today. Like I, I feel the yeah. like weight and the heaviness of like, oh, I didn't get everything I wanted done. Um, that I think can just put a cloud on achiever when like yeah. I should be looking back at all I did achieve and yeah. celebrating that, but I don't, I don't bake in celebration. <laughs> I'm like from one thing right on to the next and then look back at it like, oh, I didn't do enough. Like you were saying, like that, list of 10 list list of 20 but really i wish i would have gotten 30 things done but i'm not appreciating just how much i've accomplished it's interesting to hear you talk about the the emails coming the email notifications coming through and as you're talking about that i i had the i was reflecting on you know, there's a, that old adage of well if you can finish it in a minute or two just get it done now and get it off the plate mm-hmm. But if you fill an entire hour that way, yes, you got 30 or 40 things done, but that's take that's a whole hour or two that you might have actually or should have been utilizing on right. you know a higher priority item. Um, so that goes so, back to that appearance of work ethic right, at that point. Because right. like, yeah, you did get all those things done, but they probably weren't the most important things that you could have been working on right at this moment because you had to have this done by a certain yeah. time. And now you've pushed it off yeah. doing those 30 little things. Yeah. And, and so I brought that up because one of the other things you mentioned in your pre-show, and I was um, I was hoping that you'd bring it up again, is you know, turning those things off you know, to help our fellow achievers um, Mm. stay on the priorities, shut off the notifications, shut off the, the, the tones, 
that we get every time a, a new email or appointment calendar uh, appointment yeah. request comes through to our calendars um, can be a way to sort of flip that um, or at least moderate it in a way that can be beneficial. Yes, absolutely. Um, I was definitely going to bring that up when we talk about activator too, because that is one of those, like us who love to start things, like you, uh, you can't be interrupting us in the middle of something <laughs> that we're working on. Cause if that sounds like more fun, we're going to stop and work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the more fun piece. Um, <laughs> everybody let's go find the fun. Um, Jenna, what are the other, I'm, I'm going to jump actually on, on the negative side first before I get to my positives, because I think one of the other pieces that um, you brought up or got me thinking about is sort of that nose to grindstone idea. And I know for myself, well, I would not necessarily describe myself as a pure extrovert, you know, loving social situations all the time. Um, Achiever can actually take us away from those things. And mm -hmm. we get, we can sometimes get a little bit more obsessed with the work versus the people we're doing the work either with or for. Yeah. Um, and I think you'd even mentioned in one of our past conversations, as you and I were, uh, have gotten to know each other, about you know having your head down, doing the work, and then all of a sudden you raise your head and everybody's gone or everybody's off doing something else. And because you've, you know, myself included, have gotten so obsessed with getting the work done that we kind of miss out on maybe the social um, interactions or the fun conversations that happen in the hallways. Yeah. Um, having to constantly go and think we've got to get some, you know, some one more thing done uh, is something that can be, can have a negative impact on our, on our relationships with others. Um, and, I, and I think it depends on where your achiever falls in your other, um, your other talents. So you and I are, are pretty strong um, executing talents, right. as well as you have a lot of, of those strategic thinking talents, which also yeah. puts you like heads down a lot. So whereas like I'm barreling forward through the work and your head's down, you know, learning, digging through all of, all yeah. of the information, Thinking. getting it to, <laughs> Thinking. To, to, to be head, heads down and working and barreling forward too. together, we would be these, you know, loners heads down working Well, you know, the rest of the group is like excited, celebrating what, what just got done, you know, and, and it does, it's like, you can feel like you're either frustrated by others that they aren't heads down like us or the other way around, they're frustrated by you because you're heads down and hey, this is like supposed to be team time. Like join me in this. And we're like, yeah, but we could be working on this next. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that our fellow uh, achievers probably wrestle with. And maybe we've given them some ideas about, you know, toning, toning that expectation down for themselves so that they do get to a, a chance. Um, one of the other things uh you know just going back to the sort of benefits one of the things that i will say is um you know for those of us that do keep lists uh and we've already sort of touched on a little bit that dopamine hit of yeah. bringing the energy from checking things off or getting things done um is a way to make the day enjoyable uh so you know i hope that others around achievers understand that they're looking for that benefit. They're looking for yeah. that energy that they get from consistently having a to-do list to do and actually getting those things done actually brings them energy. And it's not just about, you know, while others might be getting their enjoyment from the social engagement, 
achievers are going to get their enjoyment in their day from, you know, getting the to-do list done. Um, And I think that's the other part is, you know, how big is that thing? How important is that thing will impact how much energy or how much juice kind of juice or energy they get from it. But I also think, you know, like you said at the beginning, the benefit of this theme is to keep things moving, not having things be stale. I I know I benefit from others that have Achiever because sometimes my deliberative and analytical keep me in sort of a trap place and Achievers like yourself would be like, well, wait, we got to put this on the counter. We got to get this done. We got to get moving on this. So there is a really nice benefit um, for, for there. It's definitely in that, like the, the rush comes from the getting it done. Yeah. So we, we are very focused on that end goal and, and getting to the finish line. Um, yeah. But I think it's also important to notice, like we can't skimp corners in that, you know, in those, in those places either. There might be pl- times where we're more and more inclined to like, just get it done than to get it done. Right. Maybe <laughs> or, or exactly perfect. Like, now yeah. we're gonna maybe have to go back and redo something. I think yeah. we, we talked a little bit about that yesterday too. Yeah, and and I definitely want to bring that up again about when we start to think about the negative oh, impacts on a on a team. Yeah. Um, you know, but in in terms of on the personal level, you know, yeah. for you and I, I, it's it's helpful for people to hear kind of how that talent brings us some energy or, or benefits our lives. Um, yeah. So speaking of others, yeah. I'm curious, you know, how have, we've already talked a little bit about you being, seems to be an anomaly about lists, but other than that, uh, are there other ways in which you've seen this theme show up differently in maybe some of the people you've coached or people that you've worked with that have, um, that share the Achiever th- uh, talents with you? Are there other things you want to add um, that maybe some of our other listeners might be, um, might connect with? Um, you know, it's, I see it the same with a lot of, a lot of people, you know, it's that, it's that drive to get things done, the hard worker, like I see that in every achiever, um, achiever, those with achiever talents. <laughs> those are the achiever talents. I definitely, I definitely see that um, in, in everyone who has it high, uh, just, it is so very strong, but I do think our other strengths, like we were talking about last time with responsibility and how that tends to like season all of the rest of our strengths. I think, I think um, just like that achiever is seasoned by everything else that's around it so depending on where your other talents fall you might be more inclined to like achieve about personal relationships and different things if you have a lot of relationship building talents you know so it is about taking things farther going farther in in getting to the end of something but it might just feel a little different depending on what what other talents you have um we talked a little bit about the difference in like feeling like we're in flow because that's something achievers love is having having that feeling of being in flow um but that nose down piece can look like another talent did you want to talk about that oh yeah so i think where you're going with this is that um you know one of the places i've seen achievers show up in or how i've seen it show up in others is it almost starts to look like focus um, that 
the stamina, the long drive, the wind of, um, yeah, has kind of that nose down on a particular task because the achiever knows that they're going to get sort of, again, that dopamine hit and that energy at the end of uh, the, the, at the end of it, you know, whatever that entails, yeah. um, when they complete it, that then, then feeds that virtuous cycle that you were talking about before of, oh, the endurance, even though it looks like hard work over hard work over hard work, as soon as you get to the end of something, you get that re-energization mm-hmm. and then that takes you into the next, you know, project number two right. and you finish that. And then, so it keeps cycling up. Um, but the difference, I think one of the things we were talking about is achiever, if they're doing a lot of little things, mm-hmm. you're still achieving, but that's not necessarily, um, that's flow, but not focus. Um, because you're in flow of getting things done, which is what achievers love to do. Whereas focused tends to be, and again, this is a generalization. I'm sure there are, you know, people out there and hopefully, you know, some of our listeners that have focus that might experience this a little differently, but in general, focus is about a singularity, a single project taken for a long period of time. Um, and that's where I think the two kind of overlap the flow and the focus. Mm-hmm. I would also just bring into that conversation, you know, something that we really started to discover about our achievers, even before the pre-show is the, the, uh, the importance of timeframes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, bringing in sort of that seasoning of other themes one of the things I've noticed about some clients I've had around Achiever is that if they have, say, futuristic or an election, that they tend to also have longer time windows that they are willing to experience with their Achievers. So they might be looking at projects over a week, month, or six months, whereas I know you and I have talked about your activator is like, if it can't be done in an hour, I don't care. If it can't be done in a day, I don't care. Yeah. Those are not the things that would feed me. Whereas, yeah, those futuristic people would probably, you know, futuristic and positivity or uh, achiever together probably would love to have these, you know, like long projects out there and be able to know that they're getting there where I'm like, I'm, we talked about that too yesterday. Like if we're building a big pyramid, they might see like the big pyramid, right? Yep. But I'm like, each little brick is like the next thing that like powers me to get the next thing. I'm more focused on that, the small, yep. the tiny details and, and if we can get that done. Yeah. And so I, I just think that's a really important differentiation to make because, you know, for those that might be listening to this, that are team leaders that are, you know, have an achiever on their uh, team, you know, what timeframes are most important to that person? Yeah. Uh, where or when do they need, as much as achievers might not take time to celebrate, when do they need that celebration of, hey, you just achieved that. Let me re-up your energy on top of what you're already getting from completing that task. Um, and so, you know, you an hour a day is very different right. than somebody that has a six month time window and it's completely fine getting a big jolt at the end of that six months. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, just something to think about. Um, I think, uh, you know, one of the other th- things that I've noticed with others I've coached is it also has to do with uh, 
breadth versus depth. So you've talked a lot in this episode already about having multiple tasks to do. So a lot of breadth, but not a ton of depth. You know, each of them is accomplished in a couple of minutes or an hour or maybe a day. Yeah. Right. Right. Whereas somebody with say, like my learner makes me a really deep investigator. I can really get focused in on achieving a particular task, but I go really deep with it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're kind of getting back a little bit into that focus um, minded uh, application of, of achiever. Yeah. Um, but just knowing that there's a difference, mm-hmm. you know, achiever at width, uh, at breadth versus achiever at depth. Right. Um, and, I think it's a I'm, really big difference. And I'm sure mine, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sure mine is, is the breadth because yeah. of that activator. Like I'm about starting and ending the project. So, you know, having both of those working so high and in my top five, it, it is really about that movement and keeping things going. So for me, yeah. anything that has, you know, too long of a lead time for it, or I can't see the finish line, oh, I would rather just break it up into a million little pieces. Otherwise it will really drag me down. It won't feel done. And that, that not done feeling is, is what brings the achievers down. Yeah. So again, just something for those that are leading or, or partnering with those with Achiever, understand, are they going for breadth? Or are they going for depth? And at what time frame? So uh, yeah. two really important pieces. So when, you know, one of the things that we as human beings love to do is attach images to ideas like this. So like we've done in previous episodes, I'm kind of curious, do you have any particular images that you love to think about or reference or maybe colleagues of those with Achiever could keep in mind when they think about Achiever, what images they should they should have in mind? The first one and the only one really for me is the Energizer Bunny. Like, I can remember <laughs> okay. those commercials with the Energizer Bunny. I will the yeah. other batteries die, and the Energizer Bunny just keeps on clapping his little drum. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I think of with the Energizer Bunny, and it looks a lot like my favorite Parks and Rec star, Amy Poehler, as Leslie Nope, because you could see her just jumping from thing to thing and working on everything, achieving everything. So yeah, those those two, the Energizer Bunny and and Leslie Nope. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I'm, those are two awesome ones. I, I, I love the Energizer Bunny one. I, I'm going to add one other one that we struck on and we've already mentioned a little bit is that Great Pyramids idea, right? It's, it's that close-up view of, a, of the Great Pyramids where you see each individual stone and knowing that achievers sometimes might be f- more focused on laying each individual stone than they are on putting the whole thing together. It's, yeah. it's about lining up and getting each stone laid. Um, the other one, it, it's, it, it's almost a no-brainer in terms of, of an image, but it's the checklist. Oh, yeah. You know, it's those, it's those pads you see in the grocery stores or, you know, the discount stores where you get the little boxes all down the side. It's all it has to do is fill in, you know, what you need to do, and then you get to check them off. Um, yep. That's a great one to keep in mind um, for, for those that are maybe most, partnering. Most achievers. Yeah, most achievers. Most, Jen is our beautiful most. exception here. So, um, so all Love right. It. So those, those are some images. Now, we've talked a lot about us as individuals and how it's shown up in some of our clients. What what does this look like in terms of its best contribution to a team? 
we're thinking about, you know, we've talked a lot about the solo nose down worker, yep. but that's going to have some benefits. So talk to us a, b- a little bit about that, especially since you have it so high, you know, what's been the benefit to some of your teams or teams you've seen achievers on? Yeah, I think, I think the two of the big ones are, you know, really understanding their need as if you have team members who have achiever high, really understanding their need is to get things done. So they might be like really encouraged about those deadlines and making sure those deadlines are hit because they want to get it done actually before the deadline. If they can get something done before it's due, ooh, even bigger <laughs> dopamine hit, like so excited I got this done in so little time. Um, and that they will work hard, like long hours if necessary, and might even help be like keep that momentum for the team um, going because every every little achievement inside the big achievement, every little achievement, they get a high to keep keep going. Um, so I think that's where it can definitely be like have some of the best contributions to the team. Okay. Um, as far as a team leader goes, a team leader with Achiever, um, I think they can help set the pace and encourage that those deadlines are met. So if they don't have a team that has a lot of um, high Achiever talent in them, um, the team leader themselves can help, you know, set that momentum, give them some of that momentum, roll their sleeves up. If they're also yeah. hard workers, you know, they're going to want to get in there and get their hands dirty too. <laughs> so they can, they can help actually pull the team along. Like you were saying, whether it's that push or pull of achiever yeah. um, in, in that achiever talent, this is where, you know, a team, a team leader may be able to pull their people along with them um, and encourage that those deadlines are met. Okay. Yeah. I was, I would, uh, echo everything you just said i'm going to add one additional thought uh which is that uh, this goes back to the checklist that we were just talking about but it's yeah. one of the other benefits i've seen and heard of um and even for, a little bit for myself is keeping track of all the things that need to be done mm-hmm. so it's if especially if you have an achiever that loves to keep checklists um, they will know how to fill that in that list may not be prioritized and that's, and that's something that they probably, they might need a complimentary partner around, but they will have the list for you because right. they will want to make sure that um, everything's being done so that then they get that energy again, um, either for themselves or for the team. Or like we said, like, if they don't know the priorities, maybe they want to look at my like love, lack and, and loud. <laughs> there you right? go. Like, which, which people do you love? Which things do you love? Which things are lacking? Which things are going to be loud if you don't get it done? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can use nice. my L's. Yeah. So, um, so as we've talked about, each theme can have sort of a double-edged uh, side oh, to yeah. it. So let's flip this around. And uh, while we don't always necessarily want to end on a negative, um, let's think about some of the negative impacts that achievers can have so that uh, team members, colleagues, team leaders can be uh, proactive in addressing them uh, so that they don't take them in, in some dark places. So I'm going to defer to you again as you having it so high. Uh, what, are you, what are some of the negatives? I, I think um, team members who have Achiever High can be really frustrated with the work pace of others. So understanding and just me, you know, even as an individual contributor like I am and being put on a team. And we talked about this last time with the responsibility episode when we talked about, 
getting on that team in high school and you're like with the other people and you're like, yeah, they're not going to do any work. I don't want to be on a, on a team with them. So <laughs> it's that understanding who, who else is on your team and really trying to like bring part of that focus together right from the beginning, like maybe splitting up the work a separate, a, a different way so that your achiever talents feel like they can do the hard work, but not feel like they're being drugged down by another team member. Mm. It's a, it's, it's a really icky place to be when you feel like you're the only one doing the work, but the work they're doing is important. They might yeah. have different talents than you and be really living and working in those talents. They yeah. might have those, um, like, let's just throw some out, some examples out, like they might have some futuristic talents. So they're thinking big picture and, and, or maybe ideation and all the different ways that can be done. Whereas you as achiever, having achiever yeah. high, you might be like, nope, this is the way and this is what we're going to do. And I'm headed for the end goal. And you've just like completely pulled me out of my lane to come and look at this other idea. And you're like, no, we're, we're, we're already doing this one. We're, we're, we're like five minutes from being done. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so it's, it's that like understanding that we all have different things to bring to the table and being able to just be in the uncomfortableness of sometimes of people not working at the same pace you do yeah. and understanding that that there is positive intent there always um, <laughs> to get to get things done we all want to get there but the achiever is really hard focused on that getting things yeah. done so that's where it's like yeah. can sometimes negatively impact the team because we are so hyper focused yeah. on the end goal Okay. That, that would that would be my one do you want to add, add anything to that yeah so uh, there are actually a couple i want to add um you brought it up briefly a little earlier in the show um but it can negatively impact the team if achievers don't take the time to celebrate so you know we know from research from gallup and, and other organizations the value of recognition praise and celebration right it's it's taking that time as a team or even as an, as an individual. But in this, since we're talking about teams, um, the team needs that time to celebrate. And you're going to have people on your team that aren't getting the, the energy hit from finishing stuff. They need the actual celebration time with team members. And if achievers are all off, you know, kind of doing that grindstone thing that we were talking about before and not participating, that can uh, degrade. Uh, the team camaraderie and collaboration and feeling of okay. cohesiveness. Um, so I think that that's, that's one place where achievers, if they get ahead of themselves or aren't, you know, putting that celebration almost like a to-do item, just like we we're talking about with rest, yeah. um, that it can lead to some, some negative impacts. <clears throat> I think mm -hmm. one of the other components is that, and I think you even hinted at it a little earlier, is that activators might be so anxious to get something done that they rush out and do it before they may either have all the information or have um, considered doing things in the right order. So that sort of rush to achieve can yeah. have an a negative impact. If, if then you have to go back and completely redo the thing, you haven't really achieved anything. You've now just given yourself another thing to achieve which mm -hmm. might be energizing, but it's, it's depleting for the team around you. And so right. there's a component there that those with achiever, those that have achiever talents need to be cognizant of, of yes, it's great to go out and get the to-do list done, 
but let's make sure we're doing it the right way the first time around. Right. Uh, or at least really where, close. And that's yeah. where I've struggled with that achiever and activator because I do love to get things started and finish them. Yeah. So there have been times where I rush into something and I do it and then get more information. And I'm like, oh, now I have to come back and do it over again. And then I'm like the same, like sometimes I even have to like, okay, slow down, like, hold on. <laughs> do I have everything I need first? Is there something I didn't think of? Yeah. And luckily, you know, I have some other talents like deliberative in there to help me like sort, sort some of that out. But with having the too high and if I wasn't stopping to think about some of it, that, that could definitely lead me down to that cycle of constantly yeah. doing and redoing. Um, it is something I don't like to, yeah. is to redo work. Yeah. but because that doesn't give you energy when you have to redo work, um, right. but getting it done and, 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 um, really being able to get through the projects are, are so rewarding, yeah. but that definitely can pull, pull a team down. Pull, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're, if you have those, you know, bulldozers, I'm, I'm going to call them like at, <laughs> in this point. And that's, and that's where I was kind of thinking, even with the team leader, having achiever high, that's something that can be, um, negatively impact the team too. Um, is if they are so focused, hyper-focused on finishing that they have the potential to kind of bulldoze the team too, yeah. right? So like we might like, hey, we got this great project done. We've been working on it a year. Everyone else is so excited, like, yay, it's finally done. And they're like, okay, and now? Like, no, <laughs> no, not now. Like now is time for celebration, not like now let's jump into the next one. Um, because it does, yeah. it, that can absolutely happen with achievers. They're so high off of that last achievement that they're ready to jump right into something new. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved hearing you say that um, because we've talked so much about, you know, leaving people behind or leaving people burned out because you're, yeah. you're essentially dragging them along. Um, the image actually that comes to mind for, for me is um, not necessarily a bulldozer, but somebody you know, operating a, a water ski boat, you know, if you th throw the throttle so fast that you yank people out of the skis, they're smacking the water at 40 miles an hour. That doesn't feel good. Um, and same sort of, uh, probably I won't think get impact. back on the skis next time. Uh, well, we're going to think twice about if it. You're driving. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think both, I think both analogies work and, yeah. you know, things for team leaders to be cognizant of, especially if they're the ones either throwing the throttle or, or running the bulldozer. Um, mm -hmm. One other piece that I would sort of throw into that mix too, and this probably has a little bit more to do with the individual contributor role is, um, and you've touched on a lot and, and been very open about it, about doing the right things. Yeah. So if an achiever is doing all that busy work, you know, sorting their email or reflagging things or putting the files away all helpful yeah. but are those your biggest priority action items and so i one of the other pieces that those of us with achiever talents need to be cognizant of in terms of impact on a team is are we really driving at the highest priorities are we mm -hmm. are we using our achiever in service of our team members and what they're trying to achieve um, and, and keeping that in mind, because if we're not, then we're doing a disservice and, and having that negative impact on a team. Um, so something that something else to, to keep in mind um, with uh, how it impacts the team. And I'll share too, Gallup realizes that, you know, in, in building the content around uh, the Achievers talent theme, yeah. they realize that that is something that Achievers struggle with. It's that 
like that need to get things done and that the priorities sometimes can be blurred in that in that sense and so one of their you know suggestions for that is finding someone even with high discipline to help figure out what that priority needs to be and i will tell you everywhere i go and every job i've had i've always had someone who has high discipline on my team or close to me that helped me really look through those those priorities because it, you can't have multiple priorities really like we really only have one we can only do one thing at a time well um now if you want to do three things at a time well you're probably not going to be as good at them as if you're yeah. just focused on the one but that's where like really having someone else who can like take that step back who has that ability to take that step back and have yeah. that like bigger picture feeling is really great as a as a, a friend a confidant yeah. a, a team a team member to have close yeah. to you if you have high achiever and don't have high discipline mine is <laughs> mine is very low <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have to remember how low is this uh, just so people I, our listeners can get a sense of i think it's number 31 so yeah it's pretty low <laughs> it's not the bottom but it is very low. <laughs> yeah. And for those looking for partners, those of you that are listening that might be looking for partners, if you can't find somebody with discipline, I will also make the suggestion of somebody with either responsibility, deliberative, yeah. or consistency. Um, yeah. Consistency and discipline often run um, in Fair sort of tandem way. tracks yeah. a lot of the time. Uh, they can apply, and we'll talk more about that in a future episode. Um, but those are some other potential uh, you know, I think Jen highlighting discipline as, as a great uh, pairing, I, I think as a wonderful first step, but we know that not every team has somebody with discipline. So here's some other options. Yeah. So, okay. so Jen, we've gotten to essentially the end of our, our core questions and, and sharing our, um, our understanding with our listeners and our watchers. Is there anything else you'd want to add before we sign off? I think my key takeaways for this would be to, to know that you have the ability as a, as a um, person with high achiever talents, you have the ability for this like long hard work and that people will find mass benefits in, in what you can pull together and what you can get done and they will love you for it. So um, be, be comforted knowing that people will love that you can get things done, um, but don't forget to celebrate because we, the team, others, you, you can't just be alone and work all on our own all the time. We need others. So remembering that that celebration time is important and to celebrate what you've accomplished, not get to the end of the day and be like, hmm, I only did A, B, and C. Be happy you did A, B, and C. Like, and enjoy and celebrate those things. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful wrap-up statement. So with that, I think we're going to sign off. I'm Chad. I'm Jen. And we'll see you on the next episode.